0: To Shanina Walker, and thank you for joining me today on our podcast, Yasha, Young and sharing His anointing. Today on our less wrap readings, we're going to be speaking to you on the subject of more than just a man. Our lesson today is going to be coming from John, the first chapter, 1 through four, and the 14th verse. Let's read. "In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. The same was in the beginning with God. All things were made by him, and without him was not anything made that was made. In him was life, and the life was the light of men. The 14th verse, and the word was made flesh, and dwelt among us, and we beheld his glory, the glory as of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. Let's wrap. Now, we know through our studies that the book of John was written by John, the apostle of Zebedee's. And through our study of the book of John, we can clearly see, even beginning at the first verses, that Apostle John is taking us back to the beginning. He's taking us all the way back to Genesis and bringing us forward. Um, John's gospel is not the life of Christ. It is actually a powerful argument where he is displaying very clearly the identity of Jesus Christ. And he begins uh, with the first verse where he says, in the beginning was the word. We know that the word is Jesus, uh, which is the logos. And the word was with God. Now we know that Jesus was with God in the beginning. And we know that God spoke and said, let us make man in our image after our likeness. And the word was God. And the same was in the beginning with God. We know that the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit all make up the Trinity. They are one with three different characteristics, but all act in accordance to one another. Now, the third verse says, all things were made by him. When it says all things were made by him, we know that God spoke and said, let there be. And the word went forth, uh, which is Jesus Christ, and things began to happen. When we speak the word, we uh, expect action to occur um, after the word is spoken. That's why the Bible tells us um, to speak the word. The Bible also tells us that life and death is in the power of our tongue. Words have the power to create. The Bible says the spirit of God moved upon the face of the water so that it's clear in the beginning of Genesis that the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit working all as one in one accord. Now that third verse goes on to say that all things were made by him and without him was not anything made that was made. In him, which is God, God was life. God is Yahweh as a source and sustainer of life. Now we know that life, uh, the word, another word for life is nephesh, uh, the breath of God. Life is contingent upon the continuing, sustaining breath of God. When God ceases to breathe life, life is no more. If God cuts his breath off from us, then we are no more. The Greek word also for life is zo. And we see here in the fourth verse, it tells us in him was life and the life was the light of man. Now, life in this particular passage is referring to the Greek word zo, uh, which is the uncreated, eternal life of God, the divine life uniquely possessed by God. We know that God sent his son uh, wrapped in human flesh to give us eternal life. Um, Jesus said in John 10 and 10, I've come that you may have life and that you may have it more abundantly. We know abundantly mean uh, exceedingly, very highly abundant life refers to life that is abounding, fullness of joy and strength of mind and body and soul. We know that life, uh, the Nefish and the zo, the Bible says, was the light of man. We know from our studies through the scripture uh, that the word, which is Jesus Christ, is a lamp unto our feet and a light unto our pathway. And if in fact we are the light of the world, as the word tells us, We desperately need the light of Jesus for our daily guidance. Now, if we begin to look down at the 14th verse and we begin to see that particular scripture, it tells us, And the Word was made flesh and dwelt among us. Now, we know that the Word is Jesus Christ. The Bible says we're made flesh. Uh, When we think about the word flesh, we're talking about human likeness. He he looked like us, He um, walked like us, He ate, He slept. He did all the same things that we do, yet without sin. The Bible says he dwelt among us. When you go to talking about dwelling, we're talking about he lived, he resided. He made uh, the world or the earth his home. He dwelt among us. He was full of unfailing love and faithfulness. Now, the remainder of that scripture goes on to say, and we beheld his glory, the glory as of the only begotten father, full of grace and truth. So what is the scripture saying to us It's saying that we beheld his glory, the glory, glory means the weight, the heaviness, the same word that's used to express importance or honor or majesty. We beheld him as the only begotten son of the father. Now we know that John 3, 16 tells us for God so loved the world that he gave, he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. Now, you remember the day Jesus uh, was baptized by John the Baptist, and we know that John testified, saying, I saw the Spirit descend from heaven like a dove resting upon him. And the next day, he went on to refer to Jesus as the Lamb of God, who will take away the sins of the world. The Bible goes on to say that he came and he dwelt among us, Uh, he was made flesh and it's, the Bible tells us he was full of grace. Now, we know that the word grace means the free, unmerited favor of God. The Bible also goes on to tell us uh, that he was full of grace and truth. In other words, a fact or a belief or certainty. We know that John 17th chapter, the 16th through the 18th verse tells us Jesus was praying to the Father on our behalf already acting as our mediator, our great high priest. You no, know, last week we spoke on our great high priest. Jesus is, in fact, in this particular passage, acting as our mediator and great high priest before he even went to the cross on our behalf. If we begin to look at the 15th verse and begin to read that, it says, I am not asking that you take them out of the world, but that you keep them from the evil one. The 16th verse says, they are not of the world, just as I am not of the world. 17th verse says, sanctify them by the truth. Your word is truth. As you sent me into the world, I have also sent them into the world. What I like about this passage, and we can clearly see how it's all tied together from our last week, Let's Wrap Our Great High Priest, to now, not just a man. And as we begin to look at that, we see that Jesus is in fact acting as our mediator and he is showing himself to not just be any ordinary man. He is actually praying to the Father at this particular time on our behalf. I feel almost certain that now would be a great time to apply what we've talked about to our lives for today. So let's apply. As I begin to think back over the scripture that we just read concerning Jesus. And once again, as I go back to last week's subject, without a doubt, Jesus is in fact our great high priest. He was interceding on our behalf, for he knew the hour had come that he would be taken out of this world and presenting himself back as a living sacrifice for our sins. He knew that he would no longer be dwelling among us. He knew that at some point, while we're living here in this world, That there was bound to be a situation or a circumstance that would come in your life on this earth that might cause you to think about wanting to leave. I don't know about you, but I know that there are situations that have occurred in my life that have caused me to question some things at times. Have you ever been through, or maybe you're going through a situation right now where you feel like there's no way out? You're just sick sick and tired of being sick and tired. Well, I want you to know that the prayer that Jesus was just praying that we just read to the Father was for you. And as I think about that prayer and we begin to look at it, uh, we can clearly see that Jesus prayed uh, for God not to take you out of this world. In other words, he prayed that the Father would not take you out of the situation or the circumstance that you might be going through at this very moment. But instead, he prayed that the Father would keep you from the evil one. Now we know that the evil one is Satan, Beelzebub, the devil, uh, whatever you want to call him, his imps, his demons. That's the evil one. Another thing I noticed while reading this verse is that he was reminding or he was stating to the father that although we're in this evil world, we are not of this world. So he was reminding the father to protect uh, us, from the evil one while we're here we see that he also prayed to the father that we might be sanctified that we might be set apart not conformed to this world or the system of it uh, but he prayed that no matter what it looks like right now no matter what you're going through that we would be able to stand and go through until our hour would come that we might be able to bring glory to the name of the father that through him through jesus through the word of truth that we might be transformed Uh, And not conform. Now, I don't know who's listening to me today, but I need you to grasp this, that Jesus is more than just a man. We know that the Bible has clearly shown us and through the scriptures that we have read that he's not an ordinary man. We know that through our studies of Jesus Christ, he held several titles. We know that Jesus, in fact, is not an ordinary man. Why? Because he is the living word. We know that he is Christ. We know that he is king of king. We know that he is Lord. We know that Jesus is Emmanuel. We know that he is the son of God, the holy servant. We know that Jesus is the son of man. He is the lamb of God. He is the light of the world. We know through the word of God that Jesus is Alpha and Omega. He is our hope. He is the door. He is the way. He is the truth. Jesus is our peace. He is our rock. He is our true vine. He is not an ordinary man. He is the almighty one, the I am. Though he came in human flesh, he was more than just a man. We learned from our studies these last two weeks that he is our great high priest. He is the good shepherd. He is our advocate. He is our mediator. He is our Messiah. Jesus is the bread of life. He is the chief cornerstone. He is prophet. He is judge. He is our deliverer. He is our redeemer. He is our savior. Quote, shout out our both sides. We know that Jesus, he is the lion of the tribe of Judah. I submit to you today as a living witness, and of his redeeming power, with all certainty, he is more than just a man. There is no circumstance, there is no situation that you might be going through right now, whoever you are, under the sound of my voice, I don't care what it is that you're going through, there is nothing that he can't handle. We have a risen savior. We have a mediator. We have a great high priest that can sympathize with your weaknesses and your infirmities. He is more than just a man. He is more than ordinary. He is extraordinary. Just give it to Jesus. He is your great high priest. Remember, he is more than just a man. Let's pray. Father God in the name of your son Jesus. Lord, I thank you for this teaching. God, I thank you for this word. Letting us co- go shout out our most, Letting us know, Father, that we have a great high priest God. That you're sitting on the right hand of the Father, making intercession for us daily, God. God, we thank you for everything that you've done for us. God, we don't take it lightly, Jesus. That you took the stripes on your back for our healing. That you sacrificed your life on the cross, oh God. That you took the punishment that we deserve, oh Father. Lord, we thank you today, God. We realize, God, we are nothing without you, God. Because all of our righteousness is filthy rags, oh God. But because of the blood of Jesus, oh God, that would never lose his power, God. That we can stand in righteousness, oh Father. That we can stand in truth, oh God. We love you today, God. We thank you, oh Father, for everything that you're doing even now, God. We thank you for working out every situation, every circumstance, oh God. No matter what it is we're going through in our life, oh God, we know that we can look towards the hills when come with our help. For all our help come from you. Father, we surrender all to you, oh God. God, we humble ourselves before your throne, oh Father. We love you and we praise you, God. We thank you, oh God, for being our great high priest, for being the holy one, oh God. We thank you, oh God, for being our redeemer and our savior today. It is in your son Jesus' name we pray. Amen, amen, amen. As always, we thank you for listening to our podcast. I am Elder Shanina Walker. Until next time, have a blessed day.